glass of wine to start off the podcast. Why not? We normally don't do that. We actually haven't had a uh, we haven't had a wine enter the list in a while. If you guys remember the wine list, I'm currently about to try a Old Vine Zinfandel. Um, interesting looking bottle. Looks very eccentric. Let's give it a try. That is awful. That is not on the list. It tastes like blood. Um, <laughs> ew. Anyway, welcome back to Mute Podcast, where I-, I regret drinking that. Honestly, that is putrid. Ew. Last week, I mentioned something about music, and I got really into it. However, I need to tell you guys right now. This week, I will not be touching on the topic, because I'm doing research for next week. And if you would like to help with the research, you just need to answer one question, okay? And this is going for everyone. The emails are now in the description, and we now have a link tree, so you can click right on it and go straight to the email. But I need you guys to know this, or I need you guys to answer. I need you guys' help. So I'm gathering questions, and I need them by Sunday. Specifically, this question is, what is the worst song you have ever heard? That goes for any genre of any song, any year, doesn't matter. As long as it's a song that can be found either on YouTube or Spotify, either one's fine. And it has to be god-awful. I want to make it hard for me to listen, because I've heard music that, even though it's not my genre, I will listen to it. Even though I don't like it, I will listen to it. I want you to torment me, (laughs) essentially. Alright, let's get the show on the road. There's actually quite a lot to talk about this week. Anyway... So I think I beat around the bush long enough regarding this specific topic. Um, The YouTube video that I wanted to make, I now have the props for it. I just need one last one. And to be honest, it's probably the, the hardest one out of everything to find. I just need a big black tarp. And the thing is, I've never really bought a tarp before, so I don't know where to go. They got them at Home Depot or something. I don't know. And also, I've been more frugal with my... Less frugal. What's the word? I'm trying to save money. So I went to the dollar store to get props. And thankfully, they had exactly what I needed. Except for the tarp. So I still need that. Other than that, we're we're Gucci, you know? We're good to go. But we're almost there, though. But I've been saying that for a while. And unfortunately, a lot of stuff does come up. You know, I'm an adult. I got bills to pay. I got shit to fix. I got stuff on my car I need to fix. And you know what? That's fine. It is what it is, and, you know, adult stuff. You got to do adult stuff first. You know what I mean? There's something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't know if I could mention it without getting sued myself. Because Nintendo of America, or Nintendo in general, has... They've lost their reputation, guys. Look, for those who are blinded by glasses of... uh, Those who are blinded by glasses of nostalgia, you got to understand, this is a multi-billion dollar company. They don't care about you. They never did. They're all about the money. The money is the bottom line. So, Nintendo is taking somebody's money while they're in prison. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm not too sure, right? I'm going to say allegedly because people say to say that. Otherwise, you can be sued or whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. But I also don't have money for a legal team, so you know. 
It is what it is. I know I have election legal on Twitter, but that doesn't mean I can hire a lawyer, you know? My homie's a lawyer. I get it. It is what it is. He's also really cool, too. He's been helping with the um, gathering of information. So far, I have like 10 answers for the worst songs you've ever heard. This is off topic with the Mario thing or whatever. Mario thing. What am I saying? Listen, Nintendo of America has always kind of sucked. They've been really stingy with their brand. That's that's all that sums it up, really. Let's just put it that way. Because the truth is, I don't want to talk any more than I have to. Nintendo has also been rumored to have their own ninjas. Um, people who vehemently defend them to the point where any little infraction or possible infraction will be reported by unknown anonymous authorities. And it's terrifying. It's absolutely fucking terrifying thinking that a company is so powerful that they don't, even ha- they don't even have to hire people to do this stuff for them. They're basically a religion, which is... It really says a lot about the gaming community. Look, there's a reason I'm... Oh, there's a reason I'm no longer that big into the gaming community. The truth is, I'm just not... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of being way too protective of gaming brands stuff like that people were the same with rockstar when grand theft auto came out let's see cd project red when the witcher came out honestly it's not good to idolize a company i don't care what they did or how amazing they look the truth is anyone with enough power is gonna abuse it that's just how it is that's the nature of things okay this doesn't just go for large brands either this goes for people who are in power you know in general. Look, I can't help but think back to my old days when I was a bit of a rebel. The truth is, that side of me was there for a reason. I was around the time where the overly religious people were coming out, so I kind of understood how easy it was to manipulate a majority of people. The only difference is, you don't really worship anything with Nintendo. You just give them your money. And they might give you your favorite game. I don't know. Let's move on from the subject. I really don't want to talk too much about Nintendo. They've given, they've gotten enough airtime, okay? It's as simple as that. On my platform, anyway, I don't want to fucking give them any more platforms. Any platform time, whatever. Also, hang on, there's another shout out I wanted to give. Same as last week. At GamerTips2 on Twitter, or Kathy. Uh, thank you again for your kind words. She's been sending um, fan mail. And she's also been suggesting ways to, you know, simmer down at the end of the day to calm down at first i was skeptical because i've never received fan mail but you know she's cool i appreciate that thank you kathy and um let's move on from this um shout out because there's actually so many more i have to do (laughs) the truth is there's more than i could ever think and i've i've noticed the numbers going up again so i just want to thank all of you all of you who listen even if you don't write in that's okay too I, the numbers speak for themselves, so I want to thank you all. I guess these shoutouts in particular are just the ones from Twitter. There's another one. Uh, I'll let them know later. At it's underscore diggy, D1GY. Um, this person is a VTuber, and they've been nice. They've been participating in some of the questions I ask on Twitter, and they do live streams, so go ahead and check them out at it's diggy on Twitter. Um, they're cool. I'm going to let them know that I shouted them out this week. I just felt like giving them a, you know, a little platform. Hopefully more people to their um, their live stream. Because I watched it. It's good. There was another topic that I did want to bring up. 
Critical did a far better job at this specific video than I ever could. But the thing is, he's missing the broader term, or at the very least, he did touch up on it, but I want to address this right now. There has been a video on TikTok that, for the older generation, for the older crowd, people who aren't kids or teenagers, we look at it in disgust. We don't like it, mainly because we understand the struggle that the people in the video are going through. What I mean by that is, there was recently a TikTok where some teenage kids go into a McDonald's and they begin harassing the employees. Not directly, they just kind of make their job a living hell, at least for a few minutes. The thing is, these children know that at their age, the most that can happen is they'll get a talking to from their parents, they won't be arrested, they won't be taken to jail, nothing like that. They know their freedom. Unfortunately, they did the stupid thing, which was recording themselves. For TikTok clout, mind you, and the entire time, they were saying TikTok, you know, just... TikTok quotes, stuff like, you know, opening doors, stuff like that. But to an alarming degree, imagine someone going into your job, recording themselves fucking the whole place up while quoting memes. That's essentially what this was, right? The only difference is they're having fun, but you're not because you're at work. You gotta, you're there to pay the bills, right? You're there to make some money. These kids don't know that. They don't have a fucking bill to pay yet. So that's exactly why I'm telling kids right now, don't do this, okay? I understand the joy of fame. I understand wanting the clout. I understand wanting all that attention from internet strangers and making people laugh. There are far better ways to do this. So I'm telling you right now as an adult to the younger generation, don't harass people while they're at work. The fact that I have to fucking say that is absolutely nuts to me. Alas, here we are. And it blows my fucking mind that I have to say this because I watched a video and I'm not going to lie. Some parts did make me chuckle, but then I remember, right, these people are at work. It's not, okay, there's no assault, and there's no physical violence, don't get me wrong. It's just kind of a nuisance, you know? The cops were called, the kids were escorted out of there. But that's all that happened. There was no repercussions. They were escorted out gently, like the way a little kid would be taken out of a, you know, just a school. Um, but that was it. That was all that happened. So... Yeah, listen, you know, just just don't do that to people. Not when they're at work, okay? I would say on the street, but I also don't encourage that because if I remember correctly, there was someone who recently was doing a prank on somebody and they they got shot. You know, they didn't die, but they got shot. So, dangerous world we're living in if you want to be a content creator. Unless that content doesn't involve harassing other people. Again... I can't believe I have to say this, but don't harass other people for content. We've been down this rabbit hole before. We've been down this shit like 10 years ago, and we're doing it again. We didn't learn last time, did we? The thing, the difference is last time, people didn't get shot. They just got punched in the face. It was kind of funny, but still, people got hurt. But a bullet to the fucking stomach doesn't, like, come on, man. Some news has come to light and I wanted to bring it up. Um, I got some information I don't think wrong. Okay, I got it wrong. I'm just going to say that. Um, cover my grounds there. The, the Nintendo thing earlier. Um, what's going on is two YouTubers were modding Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. A very great game, by the way. But it's not multiplayer. They simply modded the game in order to be multiplayer. And they recorded themselves playing it. 
for a number of uh, a number of videos actually, and it was very fun. It was nice. It's actually really cool watching it. But all those videos are gone because Nintendo took them down, took the revenue from them, so they literally stole their money from them. But it's all legal. It's all according to their terms of service is fully legal. Is it ethical? No, it's not ethical at all. Imagine stealing someone's livelihood and threatening to basically destroy everything they worked up towards. It's kind of fucked up, I know. Not just one guy, two people. Effectively, Nintendo likes to think that they're still in the 90s. Um, the truth is, they're, they're still a multi-billion dollar company, don't get me wrong. But maybe we can change that, you know? I'm not saying boycott Nintendo, I really don't care. I think with time, Nintendo's just going to have their... They're either going to have to adapt and let people mod their games or whatever. Or they're going to end up in the wayside and all their video games will be forgotten. Because the thing is, one of my favorite games, Fallout New Vegas, is absolutely modifiable. They're, it, they're fine with it, right? Bethesda's okay with them modifying the absolute shit out of that game. Is it legal? Yes, because they made it legal. They said... Well, we'll turn a blind eye. You guys do whatever you want with our video game. As long as you're not selling it, give it away. Just give it away, and that's it. And that's what they did. Big difference from Nintendo. I, I'd agree, at least. Okay. On to some not-so-lighter news. I'm going to do a bit of a callback to a few years ago. Does anyone watch Dr. Phil still? I'm not sure if they do or not. But, one time, Dr. Phil had a guest on named Jilly. She was selling a product called Jilly Juice, which she claimed to be a cure-all. Going as far as to claim Jilly Juice can cure homosexuality. I'm not joking. Um, this person isn't the most savory of people. They didn't go to school for any of this. They studied from the internet. And what they found was that their product was basically salt water with a bit of cabbage in it. That is all. That's all it was. Nothing too eccentric, nothing too crazy. Just sodium and fucking cabbage. That's it. Anyway, this person appeared on the show several years ago. It's been a while. And Illuminati on YouTube actually brought up a very interesting point or a very interesting thing um, regarding that. She explained it way better than I could, but I wanted to bring it up. If my voice sounded weird there, I had a hiccup. Um, I also burped a bit. Anyway, Jilly, the same person who was selling the Jilly juice on Dr. Phil all those years ago, was responsible indirect... Okay, I'm just going to say directly. Was directly responsible for the negligence and death of their dog. They, um... It's, it's pretty fucked up, right? I mean, you see these people on TV, you never think someone, you know, someone who's human wouldn't do this, right? Someone who's got sympathy or empathy, anything positive, anything good in their life, wouldn't do this. Jilly does the exact opposite and feeds her dog milk bones and milk, which causes a thyroid issue and eventually kills the dog. A slow, agonizing, painful death for this person's pet. And they refuse to admit that they're wrong. Anyone who slightly Googles this shit would have understood that that's not how you take care of a dog, you take him to the vet. By the way, she also confessed to never taking the dog to the vet, and eventually only taking the dog to the vet to have it put down. Fucked up, I know. Seriously though, watch Illuminati's show um, on the internet. I think it's on Dark Dives. 
yeah, uh, it's the video is called Whatever Happened to Jilly. Watch it. It's really good. And Luminati goes into it way more than I could. And I just love her channel, honestly. Like, it's a good show. <laughs> just check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, as I'm recording the podcast, we have breaking news. And I want to preface this by saying if you're not in the K-pop group, you might not understand what's going on. I myself am not, but I thought I'd tell them because I know the K-pop stands are a very big community. And it's, it's with a heavy heart that I say, Moonbin, a member of the K-pop group Astro, has died at the age of 25. I'm not joking. According to comments and rumors, it's not verified yet as far as I've seen. But Moonbin died of suicide, um, taking his own life. Mental health is a very serious topic. And I'm telling you right now, when I was younger, I dealt with it myself. It's not easy. But there is help out there. So if you need, you know, if you need assistance, if you need someone to talk to, there's a National Suicide Prevention Line. Or you can always reach out to family and friends. I strongly recommend reaching out to family. But yeah, I thought I'd let you guys know because that just happened. Like literally right now, as I was recording, um, I was rousing Twitter a bit just to make sure I didn't miss any news. And that's what came up. So yeah. Look, I gotta, I gotta circle back real quick. Um, the wine that I had, I named it Old Vine Zinfandel. That's actually the classification. This is a wine by Craftwork, the state vineyards. <laughs> and it sucks ass. I mean, I'm just saying. Bottle's empty. I didn't realize how little there was in there. The bottle's very thick. It looks like there's more in there than there really is, but it's just a very thick glass and... What a pain in the fucking ass, really. I mean, Jesus, there was not much in there. Waste of money. Actually, I think it was like 10 bucks. Okay, not too bad. Speaking of cheap wines, there's this wine that I've been meaning to try. At the very least, I wanted to at first. But I heard recently that it's $12 for a gallon. And everyone says the same thing. They buy it because it's cheap, but it fucking sucks. You can get your entire family drunk with it. And that's not my goal when it comes to wine drinking. I really try to appreciate the subtleties and stuff. There's no subtlety about this. This tastes like old people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Kraftwerk's wine, Old Vines Infidel, tastes exactly like old. Stop the rest. It tastes like old people. I, I can't get over the taste. It tastes like I licked my grandma's hand. <laughs> it, uh, I, I know, what a weird visual, but that's genuinely what it tastes like. I, I, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Lost my cool there real quick. My nails are getting so fucking dirty. That's how you know I've been working again. That's what I like. You know, it's springtime, right? It should be spring right about now? Okay, so I was thinking about growing a garden, but I remember the previous year I had done the same thing. If you guys remember, um, I was so proud of my corn, right? That I grew and eventually even posted on on TikTok, and I advertised the one piece of corn that survived because the rest was dry and fucking tasteless. It was awful. I regret not looking up how to do stuff properly. I don't know. I did what I could, but I guess our soil is just really bad. It's prepped and ready to go, but I don't know what I want to grow anymore. Switching topics a bit, I gotta tell you right now, I've been, I've been reviving old habits that I had that are good for me um when i was otr i would listen to a lot of audiobooks you know that was really my thing 
So, that's what I did. I got my Audible subscription back, and I've just been going ham on the fucking audiobooks. One of them was recently recommended by Wendigoon, of all people. And I don't know if it was recommended so much as it was a cautionary tale, because he recommended a book that was so disturbing visually and mentally. It was so fucked up that they couldn't make it into a movie. It wasn't possible because it was just too gruesome. But as a book, the details you read are fucked up. Then again, it's in written text, so you can write whatever you want, right? Not the case, really. You see, as I was reading this and I thought, okay, it's too disturbing to be a movie, but it could be a book. The thing is, Stephen King also had a controversial issue some years ago. There's a book he made called Rage. You can no longer buy it. He pulled it from the shelves himself, okay? It was actually under a different title, um, a different named author, in fact. But it was Stephen King who wrote it. He later came out saying, I used a, um, I used a different name to see if I could still get famous. And he could, easily. And the problem was, the, the book Rage is just straight up a school shooter story before Columbine. So, didn't land well. It wasn't too good. And the worst part is, there were stories of people who read Rage who would eventually bring guns to school. This was in the 80s. The thing is, I thought school shooting—I thought school shooting was more recent. I was wrong, but it's disturbing to read about. Regardless of it already happening, you know, in the past, it's just every time it happens, it boils my fucking blood. Because who's so low to the ground that they need to target fucking children? That's fucked up. I hate that shit. Go to war, do something, you know, fucker. But yeah, it's, it's really messed up seeing that. And the thing is, no, okay, that book. Rage. No longer able to buy it. Look it up though. Stephen King's novel that was actually pulled from shelf. It's an actual banned book. Like banned period. He himself doesn't want it out there. The thing is there was copies sold. So if you know if you know where to get one or you know if someone has the copy of the book Rage, you have a very rare book. Do not um don't get rid of it. Um I've never seen the book. I've seen the title. It's pretty gruesome. I've seen the, the cover art, I mean. The cover art is a dead teacher. So, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Anyway, moving on to Blood Meridian, which is the book that Wendigoon recommended. Fuck me, that is such a good book. I mean, I could understand why it was so difficult to put to paper. There's child rape. There's acts of cannibalism, basically. There's scalping, a lot of scalping. But it brought to light something that did disturbed me more than any work of fiction could. This is based on an actual gang. This is based on people who actually went out to the Midwest and not the Midwest, the um, it's the area where Mexico and California were kind of fighting over territory. That big area right there. Oh god, it's like Southern California, uh, Southern Nevada, that, that area basically, what would have been considered the Wild West. And boy, was it fucking wild, because that is disturbing reading some of the shit that happened there. But yeah, it has to do with that. And it's not easy to sit through. It's absolutely gruesome reading about it. Almost as bad as I have no mouth and I'm a scream. I would argue that Blood Meridian is far worse, because you have the judge, 
And the judge is one of those characters that there will be no movie that does it justice. The judge is death itself. Thanos ain't got shit on the judge because the judge is based on a real fucking person. And it's even more terrifying. His introduction is he kills a priest, but before he does it, he lies. He says that priest was fucking children and stuff like that. And then the priest goes, these are lies, these are lies. The guy pulls out a gun, shoots him. That's it, right? He dies right then and there. Walks to the bar, has a drink. He's taller than everyone there. And people ask, how did you know all the information about him? And then the judge looks at him and goes, I didn't know shit about that guy. I just didn't like him. He wanted an excuse to kill a priest. And he did it. And he got away with it. And he had a drink at the bar with strangers later. It's fucked up i'm not even joking that's his introduction it gets far worse i'm not even going to mention the tree full of dead babies right i mentioned the tree full of dead babies there's a tree full of dead babies um one of the characters just casually goes are you hungry <sighs> this book fucked me up man i read it twice um i'm not even gonna lie 12 hour fucking audiobook that's a full 24 hours of dedication. So, Blood Meridian. Do I recommend it? If you're into horror, if you're into, yeah, if you're into horror, basically, like there's, there's no getting around it. Blood Meridian is absolutely a horrifying book. But it does bring to light one of the Spanish, um, one of those wars that was completely forgotten in history, or at the very least was very greatly overlooked. The Spanish-American War. Why the fuck did we forget that? You know? It's really fucked up thinking about it, but there was a time where you could be paid by the government to kill natives and to scalp their fucking head off. So yeah. Damn. The crazy part is they make a lot of money doing that. So they do a lot of it. At some point they go, you know what? We don't even need native scalps. How, how are they going to know the difference between native scalps and these innocent people? So they go after the innocent people that are in far more abundance and they make sure there's no witnesses. It's bad. It's evil. And they go into grotesque detail about how they scalp and sound. Ugh. I can't fucking do it any justice other than read the book. Okay? Because there's never going to be a movie about the book. It's too dark. They tried. Okay? I think Quentin Tarantino tried to make the fucking movie, and he, he couldn't do it. It was that bad. It was that dark. There's so much detail to go into as well. The ending got me, too. The ending made me think, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> but then again, I think I could summarize it by saying, no one makes it out alive. You know? I'm not saying anyone specific. I'm saying humanity as a whole. Nobody gets out alive that's just how it is the whole book really makes you think too it's written in a strange way um you're not really specifically given character names like when they're talking but you know when they're talking based on how they talk it's hard to explain wendigoon does a far greater job on it in fact i'm giving the book a few minutes of talking time right wendigoon gave it five hours I listened to his entire topic talking about it, and then I listened to the book, which was another 12 hours, and then I heard it again. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading. Quite a lot. 
I also read Dark Psychology and that ending, right? It's a fucked up ending. Jesus. Like, I read the ending and I thought, you didn't have to add that. But it's also good to know. You know, that's why I read a lot now. I like knowing things. You know me. I don't like when I don't know things. And this one in particular is pretty clever. I thought I'd share it with you people just in case. People who... Cart... What's the word? What's the word? People who traffic children, they will target places where there are more orphans because they know that the kids are vulnerable. All they got to do is be nice to the kid. It's fucking evil. I know. But they go into much more gruesome detail about a little girl who was trafficked and she wasn't aware she was being trafficked. It's that fucked up. I know. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meat Weed Podcast. Next week, if we get enough answers, I will go into detail about the 100 worst songs I've ever heard. Thanks to everyone who is participating. And for those wondering, Rebecca Black's Friday was the first one I was given. I don't know why that was such a meme. That song's not even that bad. But yeah, very important for you to go, um, for you guys to know that because it's, um, it's already out there. It's already on the list. There's like nine other songs, so I have 90 more. 90 more spots. Keep in mind, I will be hearing these songs, okay? So go nuts and drive you nuts. Why not? Also, we now have a link tree. So instead of that list of links, I'm going to just leave the link tree and you can go to that. It makes it much easier for me and for you guys. All right. See you guys next week.